Hello and welcome to A Bit Above Podcast. I'm Audra. And I'm Hadassah. And we are two average women living oceans apart. Our show displays a reachable lifestyle where we work to be better versions of ourselves in our day-to-day life. We know that the constant strive for perfection can lead to anxieties and disappointment, so we make changes that enhance our lives without giving up the things we love. Join us each week as we chat about motherhood, positivity, feel-good stories, relationships, and everything in between. So I have a question for you. And every time I'm in the shower, I always think of the same question, but I never like I always save for the podcast and it never comes up. And so I was in the shower today, which is surprising because, you know, showers (laughs) overrated, you know. Um, (laughs) um, But I was thinking of this question. So I'm here and I'm asking it. Is this a hair question? Because you taught me how to brush my hair. No, I thought you were going to be like. How much shampoo do you use for all your hair? Honestly, I get that question a lot in public. So <laughs> okay. I'm wondering if it's like no, a question like no, that. No, nothing to do with you specifically. Okay, but you. Okay. when you're at someone else's house, are oh. you supposed to use the, what is it called? Like a loofah or something? Anytime you're at somebody else's house, if I did not already come prepared with a washcloth or my own scrunchy, scrubby, whatever we're calling them, the loofah, loofah all the things. Yep. I'll ask for a washcloth, but I won't use anyone else's stuff because that's their dead skin particles and whatever they're rubbing on their body. I don't know where they're using them. I don't know, cracks and crevices they're putting that in. Mm-mm, nope. Did you use somebody's? Oh, no. <laughs> Firstly, no, I did not. Okay. This is not where the question comes up. This is something I've wondered. And because I've wondered oh. it, I don't use it. But I wonder <laughs> if people come to my house they're using yours oh no but i mean i don't even know if i'd have a problem with it because the soap (laughs) no yes you do have a problem with it what is happening okay if somebody comes to my house and i know they're going to use my bathroom and my shower setup i prepare my bathroom there is none of my stuff in there and then i'll ask them do you prefer a type of you know, body wash or do you want soap? Because some people actually still use bar soap for the antibacterial factor, yada, yada. Um, And then I'll ask them if they want a washcloth. But those little poop things that I'm talking about, I have like a five pack or four pack or something and I have them stashed underneath the sink. And so I'm willing to give them one of those, like whatever makes them comfortable, but I'm usually prepared if somebody's going to take a shower, you know, if I have a guest that's there over a period of time, but all my stuff gets taken out. Number one, because I don't want anyone touching my stuff. And number two, my stuff's really expensive. I use on like my hair and stuff. So (laughs) they might get the little bit, you know, lesser valued stuff. Yeah. The Pantene (laughs) comes out. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my God. Hate the game. <laughs> I don't, you know, I regret asking you this question because now I'm like, obviously, she doesn't do the normal thing. My question was, what do normal people do? I have no idea. <laughs> well, so you wouldn't have a problem if they used your loofah bar? I don't know. I have no idea. Or, what if they used your bath towel and then left it on like a door hook in your bathroom and then you went in to take a shower? Would you use the towel you know they used? No. The loofah bar is okay. But well, the yeah, because not. the soap cleans it off. When you're getting out of the shower, you're the cleanest. So you're just drying off the clean water off your skin, right? Okay, here's a follow-up question. So 
you're washing the dishes and you clean up after dinner. And then the next night you cook dinner again. Do you take out a new sponge? Now, this is the great debate because some people don't even use sponges because of the, the bacteria that can get on them. So I have a magic eraser for certain dishes, but here's my kicker. I throw everything in the dishwasher. If you didn't have the dishwasher, Audra, like if you didn't have one, would you get a new sponge thing? Yeah. I throw my sponges. If I have a sponge sponge, I will throw them in the laundry to wash and then I let them air dry. If it's a washcloth or a cleaning towel, you know, the scrubby type, I'll get a new one. I think we need a different opinion. I'm a little OCD. Okay, okay. Who, who do we call? Okay, I think let's... Uh, phone a friend. Phone yeah, a friend. Let's, let's phone some friends. Give me, give me a second. Yeah. Hello? She's like, <laughs> why are you calling me? And Lord knows what you're going to ask me. Okay, wait. Maybe I should ask the question because, Audrey, you, you have a very asked- different opinion, okay? So... Yeah. I was explaining to Audra about how um, when you're at someone else's house and, you know, like the loofah thingies, like that spongy thing you clean your body with. Yeah. Okay. So when you're a guest at somebody else's house, are you supposed to use that when you clean your body or is that gross? Oh, that's beyond gross. (laughs) That's like new level nastiness. Think of every little spot that that loofah has touched on someone else. I don't care how close I am with it. I buy distinct colors even for myself and my children because I want to make sure that there's no chance that that's even going to be used on them. And I gave birth to them. <laughs> See, and this is why we're best friends. Because I told Hadassah, I even have like a stash, of like a four or five pack under my sink for if guests come over, they get like a new one. Like if they want that or if they want a washcloth, whatever's their jam. But then Hadassah, she involved the question and she goes, well, what about like, you know, you grab a sponge and you wash your dishes for your meal that night. And then the next day you're making another meal. Are you using the same sponge again? And I'm like, hmm, because I would throw my sponge in the wash because I've been known to do that. And then if you get like a scrubby thing, you know, like a scrubby washcloth one, I would just grab a new one. I said, but then again, I also have a dishwasher. So everything just kind of goes in there. So what is your answer to that kitchen sponge debate? Hmm, kitchen sponge. Well, no, I mean, that gets used for a while. But I also sure to buy multiple two packs of them over at the amazing Dollar Tree. So it's not a complete loss. I probably only use that for like a month or so, but make sure to always wring it out with hot water and put it at the top of my sink. I would like, don't leave it in dirty dishwater or anything. So you're letting it do like the air dry method in between using? Yeah, now you're making me second guess that. So am I failing as an adult? <laughs> like, so what's on it? Now, Danny, what did I just text you yesterday that I bought for when you come up and you are going to be temporarily staying with me? Brand new sponges. Hadassa <laughs> <laughs> bought a six pack of kitchen sponges that you can then cut in half, so she'll have twelve kitchen sponges for the short amount of time she's going to be staying with me, where she has her own sink to do dishes. What about your significant other? If she okay. had one of those at the time, right. she would get their reply. <laughs> Even my towel, though, like my son, thank God. I mean, he went quite a while where he just, I guess, decided to drip dry. <laughs> but now <laughs> when I finally get that dirty little being finally to take a shower, 
he has no qualms whatsoever grabbing my towel. And I'm like, mm, once that thing is on the floor and I knew who used it, I'll grab another one. <laughs> and again, I gave birth to him. <laughs> I said the same thing about a towel. I said, would you, if your guest used your, a bath towel and it, they put it up on a hook to dry and you take a shower after them, are you using their towel? And she's like, no. I know how I towel myself off. Like the edges of my towel are where I know I'm going to wash, like dry my face off with. <laughs> and I would never wipe my face off with the middle of my towel because the bath already wipes up the rest of me. I don't care how clean it's supposedly. <laughs> so I know to never use Corey's towels. And this is why. I put on a towel and I kind of wrap the towel around me and I start from the outside <laughs> edges of the towel and work my way in, right? Corey? Take the middle of the towel and wipe straight down the middle of his body, if you know what I mean. <laughs> I could see Corey doing almost like that diaper motion with his whole towel. <laughs> you are not wrong, Danny. You are not wrong. He is like a 10-year-old. I, I told you I know you guys. <laughs> he would drip dry if we didn't have windows open. Oh, my God. What a mistake to ask a question like this to OCD Audra and OCD Audra's best friend. <laughs> no, there's just certain things. I mean, there is. There's just certain things that I just, yeah. Most of the things I can know, and I'm pretty even keel about stuff, but yeah, no. The towel and the loofah thing, I would definitely would have to be a personal use only. <laughs> Yeah, we're not like sharing toothbrushes either. Just in case anyone was curious, that is not an option. Oh my God. <laughs> nope. That was our burning question of the day, believe it or not. Well, I'm so glad I could help to clarify. Yes, thank you. <laughs> thank you, darling. I'll give you a call later, okay? All right. Love you. Right. Love you. <laughs> Bye. Oh my God. She's you fantastic. Know, my husband and I shared a loofah for three years. <laughs> shared a loofah. So he well, would there's use two it. of them, but we both oh. use both of them. <laughs> what if you had like poison ivy or poison oak and you're like scrubbing away and then the other one winds up with it and you're like, oh, I wonder how I got it. I didn't touch any plants. You know, it makes me wonder if he uses other people's loofahs. Let's give him a call one second. Um, Aurel, um, so you're being recorded. You're here with Audra and I. Yeah. Um, do you have a question? Yeah, Wait, do, you, do you have a second for a quick question? Yeah, of course. You know when you're at somebody else's house and you take a shower in their house? Do you know what the loofah is? The loofah? Loofah. The one that is cut in your body is. Exactly. Do you use that when you go to other people's houses? Do you use theirs? <laughs> really? Oh. I thought I just told Audra you're the type to do it. <laughs> don't we use Hadassa confessed that you no, and her have yeah, don't, shared don't. loofahs. <laughs> yeah, me and I like this. Wait, what? Yes, we are. We did. So what's the difference between me and you versus me and you and somebody else? <laughs> You know, my wife, and, and uh, I don't know, but somebody else, I don't know. Do you think people use ours when they come visit? I hope no. <laughs> I really hope no. Well, anyways, thank you. 
Oh, wait, wait, Aurel. Wait, don't forget to bring the pasta sauce, pasta, the the sauce, sauce and the, the, and the heavy cream. Bye, I love you. So overall, we're saying not to do that. It's a great question. I'm so glad we were able to get some people to give us their unbeknownst to them feedback on our questions. <laughs> it literally are like working and living life. And we're like, hey, do you use someone else's loafa bar in the shower? <laughs> and by the way, what do you do with your kitchen sponge after one use? <laughs> All right. Well, this might come as a shock, but this is actually not what we had came here to do today. <laughs> it was supposed to be a short conversation. So let's actually yeah. discuss what we came here to do. Audra and I were talking the other day about the things that we always wanted as a kid. So I guess I would say kid would be more of like the, like from the earliest you can remember to elementary school. I had one right off the bat. I'm still kind of bitter about it. It's something that didn't come out until I was too big or too old to be able to have for myself. And I have been jealous ever since. And they still make this item to this day but it's like way more elaborate than when it first came out. Hot Wheels, the motorized like vehicles that the kids have. You mean we, what they drive in or those little teeny? The ones they drive in, you know, they've oh, got like yes. the two different speeds and they got a gas pedal and they even have a brake. Oh and my they, God, yes. Know, Why have that not, has did, that not been on my list? We totally wanted those as kids. Like only the cool kids had that for sure. I never got one. They came out when I was too big. They came out when I was like, I don't know, nine or 10 years old. Like I couldn't fit in one of those. And I was so jealous to see because, you know, my grandma ran a daycare. So there's tons of us kids and some of the kids would come and their parents would drop those off. And I was like, man, I'm way too big to get in one of those. They're meant for way smaller kids. But I will tell you this. I was so jealous of those things <laughs> that I made sure when my kid was oh, old I enough, I knew it. They I knew got it. one and I went out and bought the elaborate dune buggy one. And when we went camping, when she was three, all of our camping gear was in the back of the vehicle. And the only thing in the back of the truck was the dune buggy. We bought it oh to God. the campground. She was the only kid driving around in her own motorized dune Yo, buggy Audra, across the campground. My question for you, as you were talking about these Hot Wheel things, is did you buy it for your kids? Because I'm like, yep. I wonder like what on my list I will buy for my daughter because I always like have this in my head that I'm going to make her the life I always wanted. <laughs> so <laughs> For sure. And my other kid had the Jeep version when she was about oh three. God. And that dune buggy, let me tell you, my kids are four years apart one time it broke down and thankfully it was at i guess you could say the mother-in-law's house for lack of better terms but she lived the next street over like literally five houses away but on a different street and the dune buggy she didn't want to drive it home we walked to their house because it was so close and i have an old school picture somewhere i'm gonna have to try to find it of Corey scrunched up into this tiny little dune buggy and driving it the three miles an hour it would go oh all the way God. home. I do love that you bring that up because it makes me feel nostalgic. And that's why I was so excited when we were talking about this to talk about it today, because like we actually had to stop ourselves from talking about it because anytime we talk about anything exciting or interesting or anything, we save it for the podcast. So ugh, mine is so lame compared to yours. Oh, it can't be lame. It's something that you wanted. Okay. So when I was a kid, like I had this obsession over like cards, like credit cards. 
I always would stare at those like gift cards at the store while my mom was paying for like the groceries and stuff. And I would be so like, I don't know if like jealous is the word, but like just looking at those gift cards, like I really wanted them. Like not that now I know like there was no money on it, but like there was just something like so luring about them. Yeah, it was called debt. That's what you learn. <laughs> a credit card. No, 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 no. I'm talking about like gift cards, but like anything I know, I know. card shaped. I remember them being instead of gift cards to us, they were credit cards because I don't even think gift cards were technically out. It was a gift certificate on like a piece of paper. They didn't even have gift cards. Aging me. That's awesome. Oh but yeah, like credit <laughs> didn't cards. I know those existed. <laughs> I know. I'm like, oh man, dang it. As I'm talking. But so that brings me to the next thing. The little kids cash register. Like they yes, would have like the oh little supermarket and the cash register. So jealous. Yet again, came out years after I was too old for it. Wait, it came out after you were old and too old for it. Mm-hmm. We have- don't need to be Googling what year it came out. <laughs> Trust me. I, it I'm was after. Saying, I'm I'm just saying that like the concept of it didn't come out earlier. Mm-mm. Interesting. It's totally relatable. Like I feel like I was always that kid that always wanted to put the food in the bags and the, at the cash register. Then like growing up and working as a cashier, like definitely don't want that toy no more. No, I hated it. I worked at a grocery store. It was the Damn. worst. <laughs> well, I'll tell you what, it's fine if the people are cool. But once, and we're not getting into this conversation because um, <laughs> we would never stop talking, but working as a cashier, like it all depends on each customer. Sometimes they're like these coolest people ever. And sometimes they're the opposite. So in the actual no. putting things in bags isn't so bad. Okay. So something that was very popular in the school I went to, like I went to a private school and I don't know anything about public schools. So I don't know any comparison, but I'll just say in my school, they were all into like designer clothing. And I'm talking about like back in like a elementary school, there was like Ugg boots juicy sweaters like juicy couture do you know what juicy couture wait is that like the juicy words on the butt of the pants um yes i believe so but we were not allowed to wear pants so i wouldn't ever wear anything that says juicy across the air well so they didn't like what was in style was like the velour is that the word i don't even use words like that so i don't know but like velvety kind of hoodie with like the j on the zipper and it was super expensive obviously i never got those and that was like the in thing also the little brown bag like bloomingdale's it was all about like people coming to school with like their bags that they went to when they went to the mall and bought all their expensive stuff you couldn't wear the clothing to school because we had a freaking school uniform. So people would bring the bags. <laughs> to the- so wait a minute. I, I don't know this bag deal. I just don't know it. However, name brand stuff was a thing. And on the rare occasion that my family, somebody came in with a name brand bag, I would try to like look cool and put my not, you know, no name brand stuff yep. in the brand name bag. You too? <laughs> well, <laughs> um, <laughs> I don't, why am I saying this? Um, so like in those influential years <laughs> in like the seventh or eighth grade, was there some trips to the mall where like we asked the, the people for bags? Like, <laughs> yes. Oh, I never thought of doing that. <laughs> that would have been way cooler, but I didn't have a mall. So if someone wasn't driving, we weren't going. Yeah, but you know what? Like we had aims. <laughs> like when I would come to school the next day with my, you know, expensive, be- well, my free designer bags. 
um, nobody really cared. And then I would sit there eating my lunch out of my little expensive bag, but nobody even noticed. Oh, all that hard work for nothing. Right. What, do you, what else you got on your list? Things other kids had that I did not. That list could go on and on. I hope you're not um, going to say a 16th birthday party. <laughs> yeah, didn't have one of those. We know. I mean, they had a lot of things that I didn't have, like my own clothes. Oh. It was on a rare occasion that I had my own clothes. Most all of my clothes came from my older sister or from my older cousins. Down clothes, which was the norm yeah, back in the day. Looking back now, we would have been like, hell yeah, free clothes. <laughs> I definitely remember hand-me-downs. That was like the thing. And if you got like the hand-me-downs that were cool, like the MC Hammer pants, you thought you were awesome. But it was probably six months later when the style was going out. <laughs> You're just barely getting the item to be cool. Here's something that I still want, but I will never get because my life just never gave it to me. And that's those big, huge teddy bears that are bigger than you. I have a huge teddy bear and a huge dog. The teddy bear was almost as big as me. And I'm not all that big, people. And the dog is about half the size of me, but he's huge. Who gave it to you? Corey. See, this is what I thought being married and having boyfriends and all that stuff would do. Now, I'm no more boyfriends. And now... I'm married and I still don't get that stuff. What is going on? Okay, but you know what those things are? Number one, they suck up space that you want to use for something else. I want to cuddle. <laughs> and they cut, they collect dust and you can't wash them. Oh, They're the oh most God, useless right. things ever. So what else did you not get as a kid? Well, because of like kosher and stuff, like we couldn't eat like fast foods or any foods outdoors. So like if we went to like a fair, like all the popcorn, all the, like the con candies, anything, anything that's food, like we couldn't eat unless it was specifically kosher, which either is or isn't. You know what I mean? So was it a rabbi run fair? Like that had to be torture. I'd well, be like, where's the rabbi? Bless this stuff. I'm hungry. It smells fantastic. I don't know if it was torture because that's the only thing we knew. Like, was it hard? Yes. Because as a kid, like you want what everybody else has. You want like all the things that look good and smell good. And I don't know, all, you know, the gift shops with all like the sugar candies and things like that. Like when you go to like a museum and there's like uh, those things, like, I don't even know what it is because I never had it. Right. But when I got older, like I obviously don't keep kosher anymore. So like I can eat what I want. And now I don't see the lure as much because like fast food is not really better in quality. So um, I now I can see like. Well, now I keep kosher because, oh, why did I just say I don't keep kosher? I do. <laughs> Dang it. Right. Because when I got married, my husband um, requested <laughs> that I keep kosher with um, our family. And what we have kind of agreed to is like in the household is a kosher household. But like what I put in my body outside the house, like I just respect the environment that we created. You know what I mean? And it was like something that was easy to do because here in Israel, 90 freaking percent of the things are super kosher. You go anywhere and there's kosher food. So here it's easy peasy. But if we went to America and we go to a place with not so much kosher food. So when we go to like amusement parks or state fairs or things like that, not necessarily will there be kosher food. Do you want to know what my last thing is that I wish I had, but I did get later on in life? The little tykes outdoor houses for kids. Oh, you got those little plastic ones. I got an adult version. Oh, what? (laughs) And I bought my house. (laughs) Hey, hold on. So when you're a little kid, you get these little 
Tykes houses and it has like this itty bitty little kitchen and like a little chair and a little fold up table thing and you get to like play house and I was so jealous because yet again they came out after I was too tall and too big for those things so when I got older I bought a house <laughs> hold on I'm googling little tykes is that tykes yes um adult house no it's a little kid house dear I, I bought oh you just said adult house yeah, I bought a real house because I couldn't get a little oh. house when I was a kid. <laughs> oh, I thought you said you bought it, that they have an adult version of a toy house. I was like, what's happening? Why have this never Googling come up? it. She's like, I want one. Hold on. <laughs> I did not say I wanted it. Okay. <laughs> but she's Please. Googling it. <laughs> one thing I have on my list is things from the 25 cent machines, you know, anything like the tattoos that you would put on, like the fake tattoos, any of those things with like that little capsule with a cover and you get something in it. Like, oh my God, we wanted those so bad. Um, My parents aren't like, like they like to protect the money by not buying things that are not needed. Uh, So as kids, we didn't like put all our quarters in those machines, even though we really wanted to. And oh my God, at like arcades, those um things where you can win like iPhones or I mean, obviously it wasn't iPhones in the back of that day. What kind of arcade you go into? What? But you know what I'm talking about. That you can, it's like you barely have any shop. You still put tons of money in it. Um. Okay. So two quick stories. My daughter did that recently. She spent an insane amount of money on a stuffed thing, but she did win one. But it took way more money than if she just went into a store and bought a different stuffed thing. Oh like, my God. That, seriously? Sounds like, that sounds like my scratch off tickets. So ridiculous. So yeah, just start handing people dollar bills. Well, like, you know, seriously. on that note, my dad told me that if I'm very into gambling, <laughs> that I, I sh- wait, we have gone from a passion to a hobby to very into gambling. We have an attic on our hands, people. We have talked about it. It keeps progressing. Well, go, I go solved on, my go addiction. On. I solved my addiction. Okay. <laughs> I'll tell you why. <laughs> I just want to start off by saying, that I only purchased, okay, two scratch-off tickets this week. See, this is the problem, but she's still, per- you're going to need LA, Lottery Anonymous. <laughs> Wait, but technically, I only bought one <laughs> because. Did you win and buy another one? No. No, no. Okay. okay. <laughs> I bought two and one of them, like, I scratched off the amount for the ticket, so. I only lost like one one tickets worth. <laughs> oh my gosh. But wait, wait, that's not why. This is I'm um, saying the reason why I cured my addiction, which I know Josh is rolling his eyes cuz obviously I know that you can't cure addictions or well, <laughs> that's not. Josh might say like we shouldn't cure it, we should like control it. I don't even know. But, hey, we can ask Josh. But um my dad suggested that I buy stocks instead. And do you want to know how much money I have made already in stocks? How much? If you want to share. I do. <laughs> oh, that's okay. why I asked. All right. So we're going to suspense that a little bit. Keep that in the mood, folks. How much money do you think I made on stocks already in the two days that I've had them? Wait, how much did you invest into the stocks? Um, Roughly. $50. Okay, $50, two days? Yes. 
I'm going to say you've earned about $6. Dang it. <laughs> was I right? No. What, what was it? You were supposed to say, I don't know. And then I was going to tell you the number. Now you get, you guess something that's like a thousand times more <laughs> because I made 14 cents. Now it's not going to sound like a lot of money because you already put it in people's head that it's going to be $6. Forget the suspenseful music. Oh. oh my gosh. I need to get you on to um, some other type of things that you can invest in that are not exactly stocks, if you know what I mean. I mean, <laughs> listen, like it's not going to be money overnight. What did you think I was going to make $6 in two days? I would have done it forever ago. That 14 cents will turn into $6 someday. It's not Whatever. anytime soon. This conversation's over. Hold on, let's put in a little sad music. Before we go, I want to first say two things. One, in the past like few weeks, Audra has been to the beach twice. You're going out to the beach, you're getting sunlight and everything. How do you feel right now? Of course you asked me now. The first trip to the beach, excellent. Second trip to the beach, semi-lobster. <laughs> like, I put on sunblock. It didn't do me any favors. I put it on twice. I still burnt. I'm just kind of a big baby. But I realized that, you know, it may be the medication that I take that makes it even more sensitive. And maybe I just need to keep rash guard on 24-7 instead of trying to take it off. Because it hurts. <laughs> Look, because you're like working from home, I think your body just sees that sun and is like, what is happening? I don't think your body yeah. remembers what it's like to just like absorb the sun. I would definitely agree. And I love the ocean. It is my happy place. I've said it a million gazillion times. I'm definitely going to keep going back. Like it's the one place where your feet hit the sand and it's just all the weight of the world is lifted off your shoulders. You no longer think about all of the things that, you know, sit heavy on your heart and you just let it all go and you just enjoy it. And I don't know what it is. Somebody could tell me if it's the sun, it's the sand, it's the seagulls you're dodging. Um, if it's the sound of the ocean waves, I have no idea, but it is to me the best place in the world to be. And I'm definitely going to keep going back as much as I can afford to. <laughs> Well, the reason why I bring up the beach, even though when Audra's telling you about the time she went, we're talking about yesterday. Right now, she looks like a plum. Okay. <laughs> so, which is and nice. So, it Good makes word. you look like you've been out and about like working from home could be crazy when you have everything at home. Not to mention like grocery store pickups. What, anyways, <laughs> so actually I have really exciting news. So I'm going to go ahead and play that suspenseful excitement music again. So the reason why I wanted to bring up the beach is because I am moving to the beach. When I moved to Israel, I was living in a place right on the beach. Then when I got pregnant, we moved up north and now we are moving back. And I'm so excited. Audra like knows more details about this already because obviously I called her up like super excited. But in a month from now, we are moving back down south to southern Israel where there is a three bedroom apartment waiting for us and a huge kitchen and a huge living room and a huge dining room. And well, like when I say huge, like I'm just talking about bigger than what we have already. Okay. <laughs> it's not, I wouldn't say huge, but um, larger. Um, and also yeah, a water nearby, a beach and friends. And I'm really excited. So 
I'm sure we'll have a lot of updates on that, like as that goes on, because it's going to be crazy. I'm so excited. I have friends waiting for me there. And a, oh, did I say a jacuzzi in the bathroom? You did not say that part yet. Dang. And you get to move into this before the end of summer, right? Right. Exactly. So you can look like a partial lobster like I do now. <laughs> Girl, I also work from home. There's no lobster. It's just <laughs> going from the kitchen to the living room, back to the kitchen, then to the bathroom, then to the porch. <laughs> Living in Israel, like away from my friends and family have been crazy. And living up north has been harder because with, well, it was like basically during a pandemic. So I don't know what it would have been like being able to be socially close to people. But um, I'm, I'm looking forward to being around friends. I think that was like the main thing. I do have one friend here. And honestly, she almost checks all the boxes. She's my uncle. She's my cousin. She's my dog. She's my parents. She's my children. She's my aunt. She's She's everyone because she's the only, you know, friend I have. But everybody needs a community, you know, so I'm excited. I'm excited for you. This is going to be a new adventure and we'll definitely record it along the way because this is going to be fun. Yes. And you're actually this is a win for you because then you have to deal with less of my crying. (laughs) (laughs) It'll be fine. Anyone who has heard the episodes with Josh and who wants to submit a question for the Q&A with the therapist, Josh Nichols. Be sure to email us questions because every time he comes on the podcast, we throw him some questions that either we have or our friends have or listeners have. So I know Audra's going to give like the email in a bit, but um, you can email us at a bit above pod at gmail.com and you can leave it in the subject questions for Josh or Q&A questions or whatever it is. Anything mental health related, anything therapy related. I mean, honestly, baseball, too, because he's really into baseball, but like preferably not like whatever. But any questions? I was going to say sex addiction, lack of sex addiction. (laughs) Yo, You say that, but you did not give any like context to that. (laughs) Josh is I'm sorry for everyone who was a little confused what Audra just said. Josh specializes in sex addiction on his um, therapy stuff for therapy, for his therapy uh, as a therapist practice. <laughs> practice yeah, his pra- in his practice. Subscribe or follow wherever you're listening right now. You will get notified for new episodes. You can find us on social media at a bit above pod or email us at a bit above pod at gmail.com.